Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book from the banks of the Bon Secours River here in the southernmost part of the state of Alabama. The office and ministry building of Fishers of Men Ministries International. What a blessing to be with you by means of radio. A little practical verse this week. No fish here. Doesn't found any fish. But uh, I can make some I can make some nautical application here. But let's get to our verse, Proverbs chapter fifteen, verse three. It says, "The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good." Then we know that this could probably be a comfort to the saints of God, because He's not only beholding the evil God is seeing, but He beholds the good. That's a comfort to saints, but also a terror to sinners, because God beholds this world. God is observing this world. As I think about this verse, and if I tried to memorize it many, many years ago, it's kind of a spiritual deterrent to spiritual crime to understand that God is watching. It says the eyes of the Lord are in every place. Then God evidently can see. People's idea of God, as we said yesterday, is kind of a little unusual. You say, well, what does God look like? Well, he showed up one day on this planet the person of his son. Don't you remember Jesus saying, he that has seen me has seen the Father? Did Jesus have a set of eyes? Why, yes, he did. He could see like no other man could see. In fact, in fact he had spiritual eyes. And uh, if you belong to Jesus Christ, if he's your personal Savior, you can have eyes quite like his eyes. But the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. We saw yesterday how, yes, God, uh, think about mankind creating the very image of God. Yes, God has eyes. God can see. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. Uh-oh, that's quite a statement. This is one passage that necessitates that God is something more than man. Did you listen to what I said? This brings us to those two big words that you've heard over and over again, the word omnipresent and omniscient and omnipotent. Jeremiah 23, verse 24, said, Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him? Do not I fill heaven and earth? So God is omnipresent. He is all-seeing. You can read about that further in Psalm 139. God is omniscient in the sense that he is all-knowing. How can he be all-knowing? Because he's all-seeing. If he sees everything, then he knows everything. I said the first part of the week, I remember my father saying something like this. He said, son, as he caught me doing things at times that I should not do. He said, no, and I did it anyway, and he caught me. I said, how do you find me? And he said, I got eyes in the back of my head. I said, I don't think so. But it seems like he did. But as far as God is concerned, God is one all-seeing eye, my friend. And he is beholding the evil and the good, the eyes of the Lord, omnipotent. He is all-powerful, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent. Then as far as the eyes of the Lord, I could understand that he sees everywhere and everything. He sees all the areas of Europe, all the areas of Southeast Asia, all into the oceans of the world. He definitely can see right where we are. I am in the state of Alabama, the southernmost part. He sees exactly where I'm at. He knows exactly what's going on now, and it brings a soberness to me. Do you think that God, the God, my friend that knows every hair on your head, 
You think the God that knows every imagination and thoughts of the heart and knows and has numbered and named the stars has a problem with seeing a few people on the face of this earth? I think not. I think God is observing and God is watching. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. My friend, that is of uh, spiritual comfort to me. We'll talk about this uh, tomorrow and the next day. You said, how could that bring comfort to, to you? Because he not only sees the evil, but he sees the good. I've had people tell me this, Brother Mom, I've done this and this, and nobody saw what I did. Oh, yes. He saw what you did, my friend. This this verse is a comfort to the saints of God, but a terror to sinners because he said he's beholding the evil. What does that mean? God is observing this world of comfort to sinners and of ter terror to saints as God looks and beholds. Until tomorrow, Fisher Munn.